0: I wake up every single day, I am who I say I am, and I get what I get because I live in bespoke. Stop being gazelle, you're not average, you're not even good, you were born to be great. What's going on world,
1: welcome to a very special late night edition of the Secret to Success podcast. Man, uh, as always, I'm your host, CJ, joined by the Bayesian sensation, Mr. Carl hey, Phillips. we not used to this time,
2: so I don't even know how to answer right now. We, I don't even know what and, to say. And,
1: and Douglas, the hip-hop creature. Douglas. It's almost
0: my bedtime, so if they don't get the raw, you know, uh, E.T. Plus, Dee, Dee is in the house, in the room. She said it's okay for us to do this while she's here, so I'm going to try to be loud, passionate, soft-passionate.
2: Strong okay. Cut well, you, the last
1: time we did a podcast past 6 p.m. E, I don't think you made <laughs> <Right>. it halfway <laughs> right. through. So we're going to hope that you make it uh, more than halfway through. Uh, man, shout out to everybody listening. Y'all almost didn't get it. Y'all was like, I don't think they realized how close they were to not getting a podcast this week. Um, so we were obviously, we've been all over. I just figured it out. Somebody asked me, like, where you been? And I was like, oh, oh let me tell you. <laughs> I went from... Atlanta, to Michigan, to L.A., to San Diego, to L.A., to Michigan, to Houston, to Dallas, to, to Michigan, to Atlanta. To in, Atlanta. A, in a week. <laughs> All in a week. I was like, yo, that was my week. Somebody was like, yo, you got to be joking. I'm like, no, that's exactly what happened. So anyway, I we of course, Carl had me take my mic that I use to record the podcast, which I hate doing. We just need to buy another one, by the way, all the way out to Cali. Of course. Do you think I uh, remember to ask him for it back? No. So I called Carl today. I'm like, yo, how we going to do the podcast? I don't got the mic. He's like, I know I had Jamal overnight it, so it should be there by 3 o'clock. So we're like, all right, cool. 3 o'clock comes around, nothing. 4 o'clock, nothing. 5 o'clock, nothing. I'm like, yo. So I called Maul. I didn't even tell you. Y'all don't even know this. I called Maul. I'm like, yo, what's up? He like, yo, they saying it's at the UPS store. I'm like, what? I'm like, what time does the store close? He says 7 o'clock. Now, mind you, me and E catching flights at 6 in the morning. Our flights leave at 6 tomorrow morning. We got to go out to New York for some meetings. So, like, it's either now or never. So, I'm like, yo, what time does the store close? 7. It's 6.47. Mm. Now, the store is right down the street. So, as soon as he says they dropped it off at the store, I just took off out the crib. like told Candace, I'll be back. I just ran out the uh Jumped in the car, no socks, no shoes. No look past. The
0: no look jumped past. In,
1: jumped in the ride, drove up to the store. I see the UPS truck. My, I know what my UPS driver looked like. Shout out to him for the gazelle of the week. <laughs> he you, he always late. He cool as a fan, but he always be like, oh, bro, I was just. So I pull up on him like, yo, you got a package for me? I, packages come every day. He know what my address is. He like, 6293, right? I'm like, yeah. He like, all right, got you right here. So I get it probably by 6.55. I catch my man right outside, like close to the UPS store, get the mic, get back to the crib, call y'all, like, let's go. So I'm giving myself Lion of the Week, uh. and I'm giving my UPS uh. driver Gazelle of the Week. So yeah, we, uh, we were able to get this podcast, so I'm excited, man, uh, to, to have y'all. Uh, aboard today, man, and um, you know, try to keep our commitment to y'all, man. I, I, I just saw the emails and tweets and Instagram comments coming in, just dogging us out. So <laughs> I had to go lying on them. So anyway, um, real quick before we jump into whatever we're gonna talk about today, I don't even. I was sitting here like for real earlier today, like, yo, how am I gonna recap for the people on the podcast what we just experienced? No way last yeah, no no way I'm possible. like, I don't even Midnight. know if it's possible you know how like you go to Times Square and you try to take a picture and you like yo I promise it look way sweeter in person like you know what I'm saying you come back and you show them but you can't even remotely capture the magnitude or the 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 feelings like it's like almost don't even want to talk about it because I'm like I'm robbing y'all because there's no way I could do it any justice the energy that was in the room E's message. I give E coli in of the week for his two <laughs> messages while lying. we were there. Coli, a coli, coli. Hey, Hey, y'all can,
2: y- yeah. I give you the coli. I, I can't let y'all do that. It's got to be three, and it's not me, y'all. I'm talking about Toby. Got to get some kind of lion prize of the oh, week. He got to
1: Toby. He got to. Yep, Toby went right back to gazelle Ooh. though. So I don't know. You know what I'm mean? saying. So, no, Toby did his thing, man. Um, oh yeah, so I guess we can talk about got that. You. Toby proposed yeah. to his uh, fiance now, Fat, at uh, the event in Houston. The thing got him married. We had two proposals, back-to-back days, Houston and yeah. Dallas. We had proposals at the events, which was just crazy. So, um, you know, shout out to everybody who got engaged. But Toby came with it, man. He did his music thing. He like serenaded the whole crowd, brought her up there. Shout out to love. Out to love. Yeah, had, <laughs> L-O-V-E. Had, pictures, had pictures of her when she was young. He just did it big, man. And I promise y'all, I had tears all in the eyes. I wasn't even trying to hide it or act like I did. And it was beautiful, oh, yeah. man. And they got engaged, but. I don't know y'all. Y'all recap the weekend for me because I can't really even seem to put my finger on exactly what. So it I was.
2: can't. I can't say for sure what it is. So I'm gonna attribute it to the fact that we were dealing with the specific theme. You know what I'm saying? We dealing, of course, with um, our relationship, our marriage event, events. And I'm just attributing it to the fact that, you know, maybe it's a different crowd of people. No disrespect to any, you know, any of our other previous tours or anything, but just something felt different, man. The, the line didn't seem as long. Even though it was the same amount of people or even more than our regular events right, the line right. just didn't seem as, as long i guess it makes sense though you in the line with your boo y'all could just smile at each other yeah you're and, checking in right, the time. so it makes sense but no man just from the atmosphere the rooms everything of course we did a couple of things different you know to make this tour stand out from everything else we've done but man just to hear you know we did a lot of interviews with the couples before after the event that kind of stuff and man just to hear the variety of stories, you know, good and bad, you know what I'm saying? Some people were struggling walking into it and walked away with that feeling of like, man, it's not over. Like, you know, we in this thing together. Just, yeah, I was just saying, just the atmosphere on a whole was just completely different, man. And of course, for us.
1: Yo, and I'm not even trying to be funny, y'all. I promise y'all probably just think I'm saying this, but I think E did it again. Oh, think, absolutely. I, now, get, don't get me wrong. Houston was yep. fire. Like, everybody walked out of there like, whoa. Dallas probably was the best I ever, ever heard, heard it. it. I became
2: life. an ET fan once again this weekend. I thought I had did it last week with the the
1: little... no. I'm, I, and I know people probably listening like yo, y'all Whatever. just saying yep. that. Like no, yeah, literally, nah, serious. The best I think I ever heard him. Like yo, and he, I don't know if you paid attention, Carl, but like yo, I was so caught up in the message, and he kept like throwing to me. I oh, was he, like seeking he, like hey, answer hey, questions. Him. Yo, I he was even answer like yo, I wasn't. Yo, I wasn't even answer. I, I was like, I was so in the moment, like, and it was, yo, it was weird, like, all these range of emotions were going through mm-hmm. my head, like, I couldn't even concentrate, like, on what he was asking me, I was just like, yo, so anyway, I don't know, E, you, I guess, you was out of body, it seemed like, but if you want to comment on anything, you yeah, saw, you You know, for me,
0: man, I think what's important is, um, you know, because I cause I, want, I want people who are doing this work not to feel like we take stuff for granted. So, so I guess for me, just going all the way back, I was just shocked, brother, that the numbers, man. I'm being real. You know, what I'm saying like I'm not on that. Like we did something we never done before. You know, this is marriage, and a lot of people not into it. A lot of people are not into that. You know, a lot of people, a lot of women came and was like, "Yo, I'm I, my husband ain't never wanted to come to no marriage. I can't never get my husband to come to this kind of stuff." You know, so I, I knew that going in and I didn't know if the numbers were going to be, you know, uh, equal, you know, to or less than what we are accustomed to with the professional development. Let's be real. When you talk about professional development or maybe getting paid uh, people like, let's go. But marriage. So let me just start there. I, I was just like, what have we built? You know, what have we built? You know, what foundation have we laid that we start a whole nother leg? And, and and can I, I just be honest, like, bro, I, I'm i not trying to compare us to nobody, but it, it's it's a little easier to go that route, you know, the money, the personal development, the sales, because you could do it on the solo, see, you know what I'm saying? But we had like our wives there, you know what I'm saying? Um, you know, there were people who talked about, you know, in San Diego, how real Didi was. And we've been getting like whatever you call it, like the um, you know, the after videos and one girl was like, yo, I didn't expect your wife to be and I didn't expect, you know, others to be so transparent. I expected y'all to kind of act like y'all got all y'all stuff together. And after 26 years, y'all just riding in the sunset. Like, you know, it's real. Like, this thing is real. So for me, I felt like, yo, we went where a lot of companies can't go, bro. Like, we this ain't, this ain't, this wasn't about, you know, a dollar bill. This wasn't about making money. This was about families. And, you know, really helping families. And so I felt good that, yep, it's important to teach the principles of finance. We have to do that. Personal development is, is also important. You know, sales, helping people in corporate America. But see, to keep a husband and wife together, you know, to keep the family together. Bro, I walked out of there pumped up, like you said, toe pumped up, you know, to see Didi, who not really into this kind of stuff. You know, get up and be transparent, you know, and talk about like, yo, here's some stuff that we still struggling with. Here's some stuff that, you know, I wish my husband could grow on and change on. And you didn't really see me in that light of the when you want to succeed as bad as you want to breathe, dude. So I just, I, I... yeah, you know, the thing that was crazy too, E, you kept telling
1: like single people to come out, like, it don't matter if you single. I'm like, no, nah, that's the marriage conference. Like only come out if you married. I promise you, if you were single. You left with some major nuggets. Yeah, for real. Yeah, you got major gems. Hey, y'all say y'all was waiting for the day when I was wrong. I give you, I give it up. I, I didn't say, I didn't publicly say it, but I'm just man enough to admit that I was kind of like, why you keep telling single people to come? Like, no. If you were in there and you were single, I promise you, you left with some major takeaways just about life and relationships as a whole. Like, don't get me wrong, it was a marriage slant, and some of the stuff might have been a little over your head. But I promise you, every word he spoke uh, the other day, I, my biggest problem now is just figuring out what to do with that audio. I'm like, wow, like it might just, I don't know if I need to just let that one go, go straight to heaven or if I need to go on and bring that back. I, just, I really don't even know. But no, it was incredible, man. And, you know, I, I salute you, E, for um, probably the most, tra- you know, E is transparent. So if I say it's the most transparent message E ever gave, I'm talking about, yeah, y'all he did know. everything y'all... but strip butt naked up there. And, and, <laughs> and, and you know what I mean? Like, Carl, am I lying? I mean, it was that. Oh, absolutely. Yo, it was that transparent. Like, I was like, yo, you literally just bared your soul. So, um, no, it was fire, man. And, um, of course, I came back. You know how you got a plan in life, you know what I'm saying? And then, like, God just shut down your whole uh, plan just it, with one swoop. So I got back Monday night, I'm like, cool, I got Tuesday and Wednesday to just murder it out because we got you know, meetings in New York on Thursday and Friday. So I'm like, cool, Tuesday, Wednesday, I'm going hard in the paint. Wake up. Avery, who is my little angel, who hardly ever cries, wakes up screaming, crying, in pain. We don't know what's up with her, take her to the doctor. Um, and she, I don't, I, they, the doctor didn't even know. The doctor was like, look, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? She, was, she had a cough. And so we were like, maybe her sore throat, whatever. The doctor was like, whatever it is, I can't see it. Yeah. He looked at her throat, ears, no infections, nothing, but she was going through it. Um, she's got a temperature even right now. Uh, it's kind of been up and down, but we gave her some Tylenol. She seems to be doing a little better today, but, um, of course she stayed home. And um, you know, since I don't have a real job, you know, I think you know, shout out to my wife. I get stuck, you know what I'm saying, with a few more of the at home parenting duties, cause I have a, a a different kind of job that I don't have a man breathing down my neck. But I'm like, boo, how come I ain't got a real job, but I got a real check? You know what I'm saying? I'm just trying to figure out how that works. So um, yeah, so my day, you know, so today and, and yesterday, Tuesday's been pretty crazy, but Got as much as I could get done. Carl, I wanted to know, you. You. this is the longest you had ever been away from y'all kids. And just so y'all know, and E can vouch for me, when Carl and Tamisha first had a baby, they would not lead them little jokers to save their life. No, I'm talking about Carl no, be like, yo, no, I'm about to ride to the store. Let me get Jordan. I'm like, yo, leave them at the crib, bruh. And uh, <laughs> let me tell you something. That second one came, yeah. Carl and Tamisha was gone for about it's eight over. weeks. They ain't seen their kids. It's over.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Who, hey, I don't know who enjoyed themselves the most. Carl and Tamisha, because Tamisha had a conversation like, "Ah, maybe one, may, I pick them up tomorrow." <laughs> right, I'll make the next day. So yeah, it seemed like they. Oh, in the I promise now. you, they
1: in the group. You know, me and Candace was in Hawaii like four months after Trey was born, and then Carl <laughs> and Tamisha was looking at us like, "You heathens!" And now they done found out about the good life. So Carl, how, how hey, was hey, the good life, something. Carl? You didn't have kids for about two weeks.
2: Today is the most bittersweet day I've ever experienced (laughs) a day in my life. (laughs) A day in my life. Let me tell you something. With two weeks with no
1: kids, the grown man gifts is in full effect.
2: Oh, full effect, full effect. What the Oh, time. oh and, and, GMG. And nobody in the house, bro. Oh. <laughs> nobody in the house. So today I'm driving to the airport, and I promise you, neither of us even really talk on the way up there. It's like we do wow. Like our life as we go oh, is about to man. be over. Little man. Yeah. Oh, uh, they came right out the airport. And uh, again, of course, happy to see yeah. your kids, but it's like, man, like they're back. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, see, you going to feel me on this one. Of course, the house is spotless. Oh, for sure. We get back Monday. What do we got back? Sunday night? So I got Monday, Tuesday. I'm talking about Monday. Got up clean, washed, everything. The house is spotless. Them jokers got in the house. Bruh, it wasn't 15 oh, no. minutes. No. Oh, it wasn't 15 yeah. minutes. He got four different train tracks in different parts of the oh, house yeah. running. She got all the little oh, doll no toys. I'm like, God, what did I do to get no this? No doubt. Yeah, yeah hit. no
1: doubt. Yeah, no. And I, I, it just make you realize you need to do it more often. You know what I'm saying? Oh, let me tell you something next weekend. Oh, if I no doubt. No, <laughs> no, I ain't playing. Next bro. weekend, I, my, and look, let next me tell you something. Weekend. Trey uh prefer to live in Michigan, he told me. Uh, oh, Daddy, no I'm staying in Michigan with Grandma and Papa. He's like, don't feel sad, okay? You can come visit. I was like, look, don't threaten me with a good time. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, no, man. good. To, and, and shout out to everybody who came up to me at the conference and was like, yo, you didn't talk about the grown man gifts on the last podcast. I got one in for you. That was for you. You know what I'm saying? Here. That was for you. Hey.
0: hey, I got a shout out, man. I got a shout out. And I wish I could hog the entire podcast talking about Willie Moore Jr. Um, but he did a phenomenal, phenomenal job, Patricia. Phenomenal couple, phenomenal couple, phenomenal. And and see, if I could get, and this is why I want to talk about Willie Moore Jr. If I could get other individuals who are looking to share the stage, you know, with whoever they willing, you know what I'm saying? You got people who want to share the stage with all sorts of people, Tony Robbins, Dan Hardy, you know, Bob Proctor, Les Brown, whatever. It's people who wanna share the stage with, uh, pastors, whatever. I felt like, see, in the 10 years we've been doing it, and we have, you know, we're very limited on, you know, having people share the stage with us, not because we think we're better than anybody, but just the brand. But 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 this was like a, um, this was, man, let me tell you something, man. He complimented the conference to a T you know, and I just wish he could train other speakers on how you get an opportunity of a lifetime and not hog, you know what I'm saying? Not not cross boundaries, you, you know what I'm saying? Not do too much, oh, you know what I'm oh, saying? And, and I, 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 mean, oh, oh, oh. I, I mean, I mean, I mean he, he was right in the pocket. See, this would what blew my mind. We gave him 30 minutes each show. It was f- three shows and in those three shows, he nailed 25 minutes on all of them. He didn't go over on any, he, man, the way he, um, the way he, you know, introduced me, you know, um, the way he it was just so authentic and he had a personal experience, the segue from, you know, his presentation to my presentation, you know, uh, you could tell he had done his homework on the brand. There's a lot of cats that wanna, you know, work with us and, you know, when they get, a you know, a couple of people who've gotten opportunities you know it's it's see where they like they, they just you know vomiting they telling they whole whatever and it's just not complimenting and you could tell he did his homework on the brand he kept the three principles like i do he had the music he had the crowd he had the man he had his wife there you know he, man it was I, I, for real man i'm being real if we could do a breathe university you know how to um create your own niche in a niche Type deal. I felt so comfortable because you know, like San Diego was like, okay, we're gonna give him a shot. We we didn't have a ticket booked for him for Houston, and I was like, yo, we need to get a ticket for him for Houston. And then of course he came to Dallas. You know, so man, I just felt like in terms of honing his craft, knowing his brand, but understanding our brand and not overdoing it. You know what I'm saying? But but man, our our people loved him. You know, the information he gave was solid, on point. Like I just said, I can't explain it, guys, but it's like broccoli. You ever had broccoli if it's overcooked, right, and it's just so soggy, see? Or if you had broccoli undercooked and it was a little too crunchy? But you know, when you get broccoli just just right, see, cooked just right, it's like, whoo! And I just felt like I was at Ruth Chris and they brought out that broccoli souffle on the, on them boys. Like, he complimented the steak and potatoes to a whole other level. So shout out to Willie Mo Jr. Shout out to you know his story being in the basement and grinding. You know having one of the top radio shows in the country and um, just shout out man to a kid who say he's followed me and I've been his inspiration for years. Um, he made me proud, man. And yeah, I, know no, I, ain't his I daddy, think y'all shared one of know, the, know, the most genuine
1: moments ever when you were speaking and you, I don't I don't know if you just felt it or whatever, but you came over to like where he was sitting and was talking to him. Y'all was like having a one-on-one conversation, like right in the middle of your message and you know, the tears was just flowing. Like I, I you know, I, I could see him. And I was like, whoa, like this was a moment in the whole room was just, I mean, just at a dead standstill while y'all had that moment. And uh, it was incredible, man. He, he did his thing. He was hilarious. I mean, that's I think that's the first thing you think of when you see him speak. Like, the whole room, like, belly laughing. And, um, yeah, no, it was incredible. So, I'll be honest. Th- we wanted to kind of see how these first three were going to go. We are not only going to continue to do these, but we're going to ratchet them up um you know and and do even more uh second half of the year so if you're out there you're listening you definitely need to make it out to one of the thank god i'm married events it like it was just a fun time like yo we had a blast like like all the conferences are fun but you know sometimes he's going hard whatever like for whatever reason this just felt like it was just fun man we had a blast from the time we got there everybody moved everything so what'd you say carl
2: i knew that willie would. I, w- I knew Willie was gonna fit in real well when he walked up to me three minutes before the event and told me about his slides. Oh yeah! I was like, hey, oh no doubt. Fit in real no well. Doubt. If that ain't ET, all oh, no man. doubt. If that <laughs> is not ET, I'm like, oh yeah, you fit the brand <laughs> already. That's been he only had two, Let's three go. slides. And, and he only had three slides. Yeah, oh, absolutely.
1: Man. So, nah, man, that's um, yeah. Shout out to everybody who came, and shout out to everybody, man, listening to the podcast, man. This thing is growing, y'all. I don't think y'all understand. Like, we went from like a couple thousand people listening to like. I don't know, over 50, 60,000 a week,
2: Carl. Oh, yeah, we about 50 now. Yeah, we about 50, somewhere around 50,000 Fifty thousand
1: 50, a week, which is like crazy to think that that many of y'all are out there listening in every city we go to. Yeah, shout out to everybody who comes up to us, especially me and Carl and go, yo, your voice sounds just like it do on the podcast. Exactly <laughs> the same. <laughs> I'm like, man, no doubt. I could throw a little auto-tune on it if you want me to, but this is all I got. <laughs> Death so, to the auto-tune. Um, Death to the all You know what I'm too. saying? But nah, y'all came up to me. And then also, man, shout out to all my homies at LA Fitness working out, listening to the podcast right now. Every time I go up to LA Fitness, shout out to the LA Fitness over there on East West Connector. Everybody come up to me, man, and show me that they listening to the podcast. So shout out to y'all getting it in on the treadmill, the, the Versa Climber, the Stairmaster, all of that, and lifting weights, man. Appreciate y'all listening. All right. So... You just said something about how, you know, Willie complimented the brand and, you know, how uh, well he fit in. Right. And there's a lot of people who obviously because of the line of work we do, that's who we attract. Right. And so I actually put out a tweet the other day. Let me see if I can find the tweet because I want to go to the exact tweet. I don't want to. Um, and for those of you who know, I don't have my own Twitter. I tweeted it out on his account. I know people was going to see got social media now. No, I still don't have social media. But I tweeted this out and I tweeted it out for a reason and it got a lot of feedback. And I said, "Don't ask for critique if all you're looking for is a compliment." Let me say it again. "Don't ask for critique if all you're looking for is a compliment."
2: Mm. And I yeah, you about to get your feelings yeah, hurt. Yeah, so
1: so and I tweeted and yo, it got so it got like 800,000 Retweets and like people's commenting on it and I put it on Instagram too and people had a bunch of comments it was like, yo So I knew it was a, a sentiment that most people could feel right, but because of the line of work We do obviously, you know speakers and people trying to go to the next level they hit you up all the time Right, and you know, I got clients that I work with helping them with their speaking careers helping find engagements make money set up their business the whole nine so there was a, a one particular gentleman, and I, he'll remain nameless, he knows who he is if he's listening, and I you know, I told him this flat out, so I don't feel like I'm talking behind my man's back, so I'm just say what the conversation was, but I'm, I'm, I'm pretty busy, as you can hear what kind of week I was having, like, you know, I don't have a whole lot of time to just be chopping it up or reviewing people's work for no reason, um, so anyway, dude sent me a video, he's like, yo, can you watch my video, let me know what you think, I want your feedback. So, I'm like, all right, cool. I didn't get around to it. You know, a couple of days later, he hit me back. Yo, did you see it? Did you see it? I'm like, man. I hit him back, was like, no, I ain't have a chance to see. Like, yo, I really need some feedback. I'm trying to get better, da, da, da. So, I'm like, all right, cool. So, I was like, man, I got a couple minutes. You know, let me go ahead and, you know, look at the video. So, I look at the video, and it wasn't that good. All right, it wasn't terrible. I, 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 and I told him this it wasn't terrible. He had a, a nice passion with it. I could tell that he had the ability to speak, right? This, You know, sometimes you look at people's stuff and you're like, yo, go find another career. But with his video, the message was kind of, it was like five minutes, but it was kind of all over the place. It wasn't hitting on any particular thing. So I said, the first thing you need to do is figure out, like, what is your messaging? Like, what was I supposed to take away from that? Yo, it was funny. It was kind of charismatic. And you hit on some stuff, but it was there was no theme throughout. I was like, the other thing is, your, your audio sounded kind of crazy, and whoever your videographer was, it wasn't quite right. And then, you know, in my eyes, the music that you picked didn't really match what you were saying. You want to find something to set the mood, etc. So, you know, here go some things you can work on. I promise y'all, my man texts me back and was like, well, everybody ain't E.T., bruh. And you got to realize that some of us just getting started and, you know... How, how am I supposed to get yo my man just start going in I'm like bro what and I'm sitting there and I was like yo I, I text him back it was like yo my bad I thought you wanted you know critique I thought you wanted me to look at your work like we've been doing this as you can see we're doing it at a pretty high level I'm thinking you want some feedback bro but if you, all you was looking for was a compliment you could have just texted me and say yo watch my video and hit me back and tell me how great it is and so after that I, I tweeted that out. I wouldn't sneak this and sneak tweeting. Was, I, I was literally like, yo, it was on my heart and I put it out and it got so much feedback. But I said it like, don't ask for critique. And I want to know why do y'all think like people are so, I guess, um, quick to ask for somebody's opinion or ask for feedback and when they get it, they can't handle it. And real quick. I, I, now, I know we got the track from uh, the album, Carl. Can we play that real quick? The Rihanna, uh, Shine Bright Like a Diamond track from the from the mixtape. Mm. I just want to play it so y'all can feel what we're saying. And then we'll come. Bright yeah, like a diamond. Play that real quick and then we'll come back and discuss.
0: We're closing, guys. I want you to shine bright like a diamond. <laughs> I said this on Twitter the other day. Listen to me. Everybody wants to shine bright like a diamond, but nobody want to get cut. I'm going to say it again. I'm going to say it slower for you. A diamond don't start off like this. For those of you who know, a diamond starts off in a very humble beginnings—coal. cold. <laughs> a diamond in its original form, you might kick or pick up this, ah, skip water. Just, ah, I'm going to skip three. I can get three out of that one. Right? You're not going to see a diamond in its original form. Some of you, you will be at the next level, but not in this form you won't. You will make a million dollars in your lifetime. You will make 20 million, 30, whatever. You will have a company. You will make your dreams become a reality. But you won't do it in that version. You will have what you want, be what you want, do what you want. But you won't in that version. That person ain't going to get it. This is a diamond, but this ain't how it started. And if you think the person you are right now is going to get you to this level, you've lost your mind. But if you're willing to get cut, if you're willing to get constructive criticism, if you're willing to go through professional development, if you're willing to get an accountability partner, if you're willing to grow and learn more tomorrow than you knew today, then you can get to the next level. But this version is not going to take you to that level. And that's what I had to realize. Eric, You can't be getting up at six or seven o'clock in the morning and think you're going to be on his level. You're going to have to get up a little earlier. You cannot not read books. You can't watch every show that comes out, every football game, every basketball game. You cannot do it and be successful, son. But if you're willing to make some changes, you want to shine like a diamond, you got to get cut like a diamond. So when your boss or your peer, when they tell you something about yourself, you're not going to have up the defense mechanism. Matter of fact, you're going to be so smart that you're going to get with your peers and y'all going to start meeting weekly and start telling each other about each other. Like, I don't know if you know this about you, but you need to fix this. You need to fix this. And you're not going to (laughs) go. You're going to say, thanks for the cut. If it applies, you're going to use it. If it don't, you're going to keep moving. You can't shine like a diamond if you're not willing to get cut like a diamond. And the version you are today is good, but it ain't great, and it definitely ain't phenomenal. But if you listen to everything they teach you and you're willing to make some adjustments, it is nothing you can't have. Better is a diamond with a flaw than a pebble without one. You want to be a diamond or a zirconium? What is that? Zirconium. Zirconium. <laughs> Which one? Because everybody got them in their ears and they look just alike, but the diamond is so sweet. When you take a diamond and rough it up against glass or another stone, it can break it. The zirconium can't. So we all look alike on the outside. But each time we go through pressure, each time we go through a year, each time we go through an experience, the real you is going to come out. So if you want to shine bright like a diamond, do me a favor. Start embracing constructive criticism. Don't run from it. Embrace it and stop hanging with people who are so inferior that they would never tell you about they, yourself because they need you too much. That's y'all. Some of y'all hang out with people that they need you so much they couldn't tell you about yourself if they wanted to. That's who you hang out with. You don't like hanging out with people who write better than you or who get more contracts than you. You don't like hanging out with people who better than you because you feel inferior in actuality if you want to go to the next level. You got to start hanging with people who are on another level. Why? Because they will stretch you and they will hold you accountable in ways you've never been held accountable before. And you'll be able to do what you've never done before. So stop hanging out with people who always want to tell you what you want to hear. <laughs> stop hanging out with people that only tell you what you want to hear and start hanging out with people who going to tell you the truth. It might hurt, but you will be
1: a, a long run. Let's go. I think we got one more. All right, so there it is. And I just, like I said, I, I, you know me. I always try to bring stuff to the podcast that's going on in my real life. But for whatever reason, this pissed me off pretty good. And I was like, yo, we got to come back and talk about this. But E, I just heard you there. But why do most people, like, like for real, they don't want that feedback. Like, I, I told my, like, my man had a decent... Like Swagger, I could see him being a good speaker, but he needed that feedback, but I know he'll never make it to the next level now because he does not want that critique. He wants compliments and his his skin is so thin that he can't handle anybody telling him anything that doesn't look or feel the way he thought it should look. So, hey, I know it's
2: 2017, and we, we tried our best to bury the inability to self-assess <laughs> in 2016. <laughs> but it just boils right back down to that, see? And, and, and I used to joke all the time with people, like, don't call me and ask me. Like, anybody that emails me that kind of stuff now, like, I asked them, the first question I ask is, who is your competition? Because I want you to start thinking about, okay, who should my stuff be looking like? You know what I'm saying? And based on your response to that question, I, I know if I need to respond to you or not. So I had a guy similar circumstance. I had a guy send me some stuff this week. And again, see, like you, I ain't, I ain't trying to call my man out like that. But he is, let me just, I'll, I'll make up a piece of it. He wants to do weather broadcasting, all right? Let's just say it as that. And... I asked him, like, send me a sample of what you're doing. And, and not to be funny, see, but if he, what he's doing is something, and I'm, I'm saying weather, but it's as deep as weather, as popular as weather. Like, you know, you got news stations doing weather. So if you're going to attempt to do weather, you got to do it at least on the level of a news station, if not better. What he sent me was a selfie, like not a selfie stick, like him holding the phone, looking at it. I can't even see nothing around him. It's just his face in the camera, and he's describing the weather. And I'm just like, dude, who is your competition? Like, I'm not trying to be funny. But who are you competing against? Because obviously you're not the only person covering this topic. You're not the only person in this genre. So if you are doing it, I need you to look and see who else is doing it. He sent me some other people. And then my response to him was I sent him some other people like, let's not talk. And not no disrespect. Let's not talk until you were here. And when I'm saying here, it's not super professional. It's not, but it's not average either. Like you can't start at this level and make an excuse like I'm just beginning. No. I remember having this conversation with, with another, a, a relative of one of our workers. And um, he sent me a video. See, and I'm just like, yo, there's a lot of crap on the internet. Let me just put it like that. There's a, it's saturated with foolishness. He sent some videos to me. That were standard definition the answer i gave to him cj is simply this it's a lot of crap out there but it's all in hd
1: <laughs>
2: you get what i'm saying it's all in hd <laughs> so if the first thing i'm seeing on your thing is this blurry and I'm getting, let me no disrespect to standard definition you know we lived with it for a long time but now we've moved on if the first thing i'm seeing is standard definition what in god's name makes you think where you even get standard definition video? from Everything,
1: you know what i'm saying like you had to try to get that. that. That's out. like you just stumbled across right. an 8-track. You know what I'm saying? Like,
2: So, at the, at the root of it, man, like you said, at the end of the day, it's still being the ability to self-assess. You were the only person that are looking at what you were doing, and to you, it's sweet. And I, I no disrespect. You put some work and time into it. I get that. But the industry has a standard, man. And if you're not meeting it,
1: let me just dot, dot, dot. If you're not meeting yeah, it. Yeah, stop. no, I got you. But, E, I want you to speak to... Like why? Okay, so Carl, I got you. And and I'm saying self-assess is one thing. That's cool. But I'm saying my man asked me for the feedback. And then once I give it to you, so it's like, like you could just accept it. You know what I'm saying? Or say, okay, take what you want, leave, you know, leave what you don't want. But, like, why, like, what what is it with the thing that hurts us so much if anybody tells us something that we don't like? Like, clearly, I'm the right source for you to be coming to about this information. Now, if you ask your mom and she's like, ah, it looks a little whatever, she don't know what's going on. So you're kind of like, all right, whatever, I'll leave it. But, like, why are we so thin-skinned when it comes to you know, like negative feedback or, or positive, uh, you know, uh, I guess it would be positive feedback, but feedback in general, that doesn't look the way we want it yeah, to do. I
0: think, you know, what Carl just said in terms of, you know, self assessing is what he just said. It's a standard. And I think what happens is you have created your own standard and what you are afraid to do is measure up against a real standard. You know, it's like those kids see who um, get, you know, they come out of high school and come to college and they may have put up 50, 60 points. See dominated, but they play ball in some rural town. So, so, so that, like Carl said, there, there is a standard. Like for real, there is a standard. You put up 55 points. You had 12 rebounds. You had six steals a night. You know what I'm saying? You had 10 assists. You were a monster. And so you had people telling you night in and night out. You are a monster. You are the man. But see, you weren't playing against kids from Chicago. You understand what I'm saying? Like you weren't playing against kids from Atlanta. You weren't playing against kids from L.A. You weren't playing against kids from Detroit. Like whatever 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 schools, you know, recruit the top players and produce the top players like a Simeon. Like a Detroit King, like you, you, you know, like those schools, Country Day. You weren't, you weren't there. See, you weren't playing in those schools, and so when you come out, you have this standard and and, and a belief about who you are and where you are. So when I come to CJ, see, I'm being real. It, it's like me and you tease, but you like yo E from a juice standpoint. You at a three, and I'll be like yo, see a three, bro. I wouldn't know three. You know what I'm saying? So, while me and you might joke and play about that, you got a guy that's coming to you who already sees himself as a seven. And what he's saying to you is, I'm trying to get to an eight, Carl. I'm already on a seven as a weatherman. I'm already a seven, see, as a speaker. I need you to help me to get to eight or not. And then the two of you say, You're not even at a one. And so now, see, the standard that I've been using all this time, and listen to me, guys. The standard that my mama gave me that wasn't no real standard. The standard that my church gave me that wasn't no real standard. The standard that my homies gave me that wasn't no real standard. So all these people have told me I was good. My wife didn't want to be honest with me. My mother didn't want to be honest. My church didn't want to be honest. Like the little Toastmasters I was in. they I, See, I won in Toastmasters. I first won, bro. I won first place in Toastmasters, Who are you to tell bruh? me I ain't have the dog stupid? Have you, have you lost your mind? You know what I'm saying? You you must have lost your mind if you don't think that I'm the best of the best. So I'm saying, see, the problem is they come in already with a standard. So, okay, and so why are you seeing, that- okay,
1: so I, I, y'all still ain't getting what I'm saying. Why are you seeking my feedback then if you already know you're sweet? Just say no, no, check no, no, it out. Now, listen, I, listen, I, listen, I told no, y'all, no. my man didn't say, yo, check out my video. All right, cool, check it out, good stuff. My man said, yo... Can you give me some feedback? So you're asking as if you're implying you know it's not where it needs to be or else you'd have been like, yo, check out this fire video I did.
0: No, you're missing a point. The point is I already know it's a 7. I'm trying to get to a 10. Like I already know I got something on Les Brown and ET. I'm already knowing I can compete with them. I'm already knowing I'm good. I just need you to just tweak this up a little bit. And so then this is what happens, see. Nobody in my circle of influence has probably ever really given me real critique So when you tell me I'm a two when I thought I was a seven boom my ego is shot, bro I'm hurt by the reality that. I'm not where I think I am now see I'm looking at it like Man, okay, maybe this ain't never happened to you see all right Carl I know it probably ain't happened to Carl, but have you ever studied see And you put in work, bruh. And you got up from that test feeling like, yo, I know I blew this one out. And you get back a 68. See, you crushed, bruh. You crushed. Devastation. because (laughs) Because in your heart of hearts, see, you really felt like. Like I put in work bruh. I know I felt good about the answers. I felt I came in. I got out man I, I looked around at other people's stuff. I know and see the ego is shattered The ego is bruised and then here's the other thing you realize Joe. I'm only a two I thought I was okay, so here go the second one see have you ever been in a whip with somebody or you've been on a plane and you did, you know, you fell asleep, see, you ate your meal, see, you read your book, see, you read your book, see, and then you looked at the time and you just knew you was halfway to Australia to only find uh, out you only four miles, you only four been hours plane like nineteen minutes. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh, that's the word. You, uh-huh. you feel me? So I'm just saying, bro, like on a practical level, I studied and I came up short. I've been on this plane long, you know. I thought I was on here longer than what I was, and see, when you look, you only been in on a four, you only been on four five hours on a fourteen hour flight. See, you didn't watch two movies. Oh, you did eight three times, used it's the so bathroom real. four times, so had a two real. hour conversation. Hey, I'm like how
1: did only <laughs> eighty nine minutes go by,
0: bro? So I'm just saying, it's devastation. See, and so I think a lot of times we probably. You know, need to give them maybe one more session or two well, more. I sessions. just don't understand like, the defensive boy, that. though.
1: You know what I'm saying? Like, OK, I can Come understand on, if see, you thought you talking? was on a certain level. But once you get the feedback, I understand disappointment. Like, shoot, I got a long ways to go. But why the defense?
0: defensive boy? Come on. See, you oh. know why the defense. I thought I'm embarrassed. See? Well, I'm embarrassed. And
2: you react. It's a real random thing. But if you drop something, if you drop a glass right now, y'all, we at E's house. If you drop a glass now, what do you, what would you do?
0: I'm, I'm jumping oh, Don't back. ask me what I'd do. Oh, oh, oh.
2: Or, <laughs> or, well, let me just say, for me, Maybe it's because I grew up playing soccer, but if something's dropping, I'm going to stick my foot out to try to stop it from, from, from uh, you uh, see what uh, I'm, I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's soccer. Yeah, that's Maybe soccer. Maybe the soccer that's of me, the soccer but what, I'm saying, what happens is, <laughs> but it's funny, y'all, but what happens is, chances are you end up hurting yourself most of the time yeah. when you react. Mm, yeah. Yeah. So what's happening, see, is he's reacting to it. He ain't
1: take, like you said, he responded almost immediately, didn't he? Oh, I'm bruh, what? I, I didn't even think I got the, te- I didn't yeah. even think I hit send yet. <laughs> so it's it's just a
2: reaction, and that reaction call, usually causes some kind of pain. That's all that's happening. It's a react. Like you said, you hurt. He probably gonna take the information you give him and still put it into use. Hopefully. Oh no, nah, Carl! You know I I'm don't saying? think
1: now nah, that we had to disagree there. I doubt it, bro. Cause why would you do that if you if you don't feel like the information was valid in your heart and you that pissed that I gave you that feedback? Why would you take it and put it into play?
0: Hey, somewhere in your heart, you know truth. No question. Absolutely. Somewhere in your heart, you know truth. Yeah, like you said, Carl, when you get a chance to walk away from it, because he dealt in his feelings. And so if you're listening to this podcast and you're not where you want to be in your profession and somebody is critiquing you, I'm just going to be honest with you. You have to get out of your feelings. And I am not talking to you as a person who can proudly say that I've never been in my feelings. My greatest feedback, my greatest feedback in the entire universe has come from my wife. But because I've been in my feelings, when my wife says it, I don't want to hear it from her. And what do I do? I react, see? I say something stupid. Or I walk away and I don't want to hear. It. Listen to me, guys. I'm being real. The, I t- I've said this before, but I'm just going to say it again like I ain't never said it before. But when I did the cover for the first book, bruh. The very first one is like the, the X Men or the Avengers or the Super Friends. You know what I'm saying? My very first, my very first. <laughs> I forgot about Carl is a Super. I get weak
1: oh, every time. I gotta fight. I'm
2: gonna see if I post it on the website. Yo, please, hold up, put it on me. the web. <laughs> please. <laughs> Thor.
1: E.T. looking like Thor. Yo. Oh my. So let me try to, let me try to. Yo. Oh so my, my god. So let me try to explain hey, to you please y'all. put it on the site. Oh my god. So, okay. so let me try to explain it to you I'm guys. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. So, so Hey, the people okay. going to be yelling yep, at me on I'm the good. podcast. See, play too much. I'm sorry. Continue. <laughs> let me be serious. <laughs>
0: So, what happens is, I'm like sitting, I'm like on the glass. It's it's water, <laughs> but it's almost like it's glass, right? It's a, I dare you. <laughs> and so, and so, so, what happens is. I'm looking is, for it now. I'm to I'm looking hey, text it to on, me. when I got a guitar. I'm sorry. Please. Yeah, go come on, put your, on your phone on mute. I'm on about to put my phone on mute. I'm about to put my phone on mute right now. <laughs> so. I'm, I'm I'm sitting on what's like a, a water, but it's glass. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what was you sitting on? It's like it's like water, man. But it's like a sea, but it's glass. And and I've got a skyline of uh, Detroit the skyline of Detroit in the back of me right so you can see the skyline of Detroit in the back of me i've got of course my hat on Detroit Tiger hat my jeans on some gym shoes and i've got what's like like uh, carl said like thor <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 and i'm and i'm 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 bringing it forward and then you hear this you see the glass breaking it's like break the cycle i dare you kind of feel to it i'm gonna be real with y'all I'll
1: be I, thought,
0: I hey I thought it was fire, <laughs> bro. I thought it was the best book cover ever. And I'm being oh. real, y'all. I put so much work into oh. it. And I remember going to my wife like, Didi. Didi, check this out, Didi. And I remember the look that <laughs> had on her face. Yo, yeah, stop. <laughs> I, uh, I, oh, I got to find it. I got to find it. Oh, I'll show you what well, it's What set. did he say? I'm going to finish the story did did First of all, she didn't say nothing. She looked at it, and she stared tissue, at it for about sixty seconds. I need tissue, I'm crying. She, she,
2: she looked at it for about sixty seconds,
0: and then she said to me with no, with no sensitivity, with no, no love, no nothing, and said to me, "Are you serious?" <laughs> And bro, you talking about hurt? Man, you t- I was so hurt, bro. I was so hurt. Yo, stop. The and break. let me tell y'all what I did. God, I promise bruh, y'all, I if y'all, y'all listening, wait did. till y'all
1: see the cover. Oh, y'all gotta see. Oh my God! Bruh, let me tell you something.
0: I was so hurt, bro. I literally, I literally said to her like, yo. Are you serious? Like, do you see the work that I put into this? Like, it's what Carl said. I reacted, bro. I wasn't. And here's the crazy part. Can I say this? Like, see, I'm being real. I, I and this is what I'm saying. Y'all gotta yeah. hear me. Carl, did I want feedback? Absolutely, I wanted you feedback. You definitely girl. did. But what I didn't want, Carl, was her to tell me I had to start all over again. That that's not what I wanted to hear. You, you know, wanted so to she hear? It's like, come Maybe. on. <laughs>
1: A smaller hey, maybe hammer. Let me change the, the font. Yeah, right, right, A right, smaller right. hammer.
0: Yeah, a smaller sledgehammer. Yo, y'all got you a what what picture. Saying?
1: He had a sludge hammer uh, in his hand, and his face looked like he was <laughs> constipated. Duh, it was the worst <laughs> picture I ever seen in my life.
0: And, and here's the part, see that you you know that you didn't understand <laughs> that Carl and I we spent hours. Oh, forever. We spent it hours in a best. photo shoot. Yeah. yeah, we we did a photo shoot, bro. We look. Man, Carl and I had to find the right building, we went on like the fifth, sixth floor, we had to find the right lighting, Lighting, like everything. everything went into that picture, see, Uh. and so for her to be insensitive, (laughs) you know what I'm saying, for her to disregard all the work I put in, and to sit there and say, laugh first of all, kind of (laughs) like in her spirit, and then say, are you serious? And I said, yeah, I'm serious. And I promise you, see, if, if 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 I don't know who was here, but I promise you, if somebody wasn't here, I probably would have got into it with her. And I promise you, I left and I went to bed. See, <laughs> I'm just going to be 100, bro. I went to bed, bro. I was so mad at Didi. I was so mad at Didi, bro. Oh. I was so mad at Didi. Oh like, my you my goodness. wife. How in the world? You know, and then she said to me, and you know, y'all know Didi, bro. Like, she didn't go, oh, okay, he going to go in the room and sulk she came in the room with me and was like, yo, why you laying in the bed like a little punk? (laughs) (laughs) Like, why you in here crying? You said in your video, don't cry to give up, cry to keep going. So why you sitting in here crying? (laughs) Oh my God. Okay, and y'all gotta hear this. Y'all gotta hear this, this is important, don't laugh. I need them to hear this clearly. My wife said to me, how is being in the bed going to allow you to do the picture perfect cover you laying in the bed right now you pissed you got a funky attitude how in the world do you plan on getting the cover of this book done in this doggone position right here get your butt up and don't stop don't quit just go back at it again and i promise y'all the second time I was like, okay, Didi, Dee Dee, I see me and Carl can go down to this little lake and I'm gonna let Carl go under the water. I'm gonna push his head under the water <laughs> and then do the hookup. <laughs> and She two. said, she said to me, Eric, that's too complicated. How am I gonna know, you know? And I was like, What well, a video? She said, What if I never saw the video? And I'm telling you, see, she pissed me off to the point where I was like, you know what? Forget it. All right, just forget it. I'm just gonna put on a shirt and a tie with my hat. I know a church that's got a whole bunch of flags flying and I'll just put my finger on my mouth and say, shh, as in the secret to success. You know what I'm saying? Like bump it. Yeah, I'll just go simple because right now you're just telling me it's too complicated, whatever. And I went and did that one, see, and brought it to her and she was like, that's it right there. And that is not going to fade away for the next 20, the next 30, the next 40 years. That cover will still be relevant. And, um, yeah, so, man, I'm not going to sit here in line act like, you know, I've always been the dude that take constructive criticism. And I'm going to be real. I was talking to Tobe today, and I was like, yo, Tobe, like, you don't get C. I was like, yo, I feel you, but you don't get C. Like, C will say something to you, and you kind of like, well, you ain't the rapper, or you ain't the dissing. I said, told, don't you think I know as a speaker, bruh, that, you know what I'm saying, C ain't no speaker? And don't you think that there was at a point in my career where C would tell me something, and I'd be like, yo, bruh, like, this is my thing. Like, I ain't trying to be funny, but, like, this is what I do. I don't need no help. But I was like yo, Tobe, did you see what happened in San Diego? He was like, E, fire. I said, you see what happened in Houston? You took it to a whole level. I said, you see what happened in Dallas? He was like, yo, E, you took it to a whole level. I said, that's because C came in the room, and while he not no speaker, he is like Xavier from X-Men, and he can hear the mutants, like, when they talking, he can hear them. You understand what I'm saying? He could literally hear what they saying, and he hear the people. He know what the people want. I'm too close. So I don't always hear, he was like, yo, E, you said that, and I'm not taking nothing away, but ex- elaborate on it, E, stretch it out, you know, take your time on that part, and even Candace was like, yo, E, in, the, in Houston, you talked about this, but then you didn't really stretch it out, but I noticed in Dallas, and I was like, yo, I'm gonna be real, that was C, so yeah, I'm, I'm being real with y'all, there was a time where I was sensitive to constructive criticism, but here's my deal, it's what C said. If you don't want to get better, don't ask nobody. Right,
1: right. That's, if you hey, want to stay where
0: you are, you feel me? If you want to stay where you are, just don't ask nobody. Yeah, just put it up. Let it. the people you comment. Better, you know what I'm right, saying? That's it. That's it, bro. So, see,
2: I finally realized now that when he put his hand in front of his mouth, he really was trying to tell Didi <laughs>
1: leave <him to> <laughs> Right, on. right. That's exactly what it, was. That's what it was. He was saying, hush <laughs> up and, and, and take this one. No doubt.
2: Hey, did you see your text?
1: Sir? Oh no, you sent it to me. I better not look at it, Carl. Oh, I'm scared to check look your at it. Right now. No, I'm scared. Check your I'm ball. scared. For <laughs> real. Oh
2: my. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I promise I'm gonna post it. Actually, see the we put this on sweet, social bro. media. The lightning no, is sweet, Put this bro. on social media. Hey, look at look no, at the No, the No the shadows on no. the left right side. The right side is lit.
1: Oh, the face, though. Oh, oh wait till we. Oh, oh can we put man. look, Carl? Mark the spot in the podcast where we talked about this and put this on Instagram. And and please let the people see what we were laughing at. (laughs) Cause you see how the cycle is by whoa. I'm like, what in the yo oh the face Mm -hmm. though. Yo, if y'all if y'all like, yo, they (laughs) wildin out it can't be that bad, wait till you see (laughs)
2: It's coming. Oh
1: man. Oh, with the Oh, the hammer got a little flash behind it. Lord have mercy.
2: Didi sleep I just want to tell her thank yep, you. Yep, tell Didi. I just want to say you. thank you, Didi. Yep, wow. <laughs> but no,
1: e, real quick just to put a bow on it, man. I think what you're talking about is so important because if we really have a desire to get better and a hunger to get better, We got to be able to take that feedback. Now, you don't want to take feedback from just anybody. You know what I'm saying? I'm not suggesting that every single person that comes and says something about your stuff, you keep fixing, fixing, fixing until it's right. But I'm saying those individuals who you know have credibility in the space, those individuals who you believe in, right, those are the people you reach out to uh, for information. Clearly, my man reached out for information because I have been an instrumental part in helping to build the brand of one of the most successful speakers in the world. So... My information, I'm not saying you got to take all of it, but at least you know it's valid. At least you know I have somewhat of a a standpoint to talk from. So when you get that information, I'm not even mad if my man was like, okay, thank you. I appreciate it. And then don't apply anything if you really feel like that. But to get mad and get defensive, it just shows you how thin-skinned you are. And if you really want to get better, you'll open yourself up to constructive criticism. Like for real, he said it. And I was so glad Candace said it, you know what I mean? Because we was just talking about it, and Candace came back the next day and was like, yo, that was fire. You said it yesterday, but you ain't say it like that. And he looked at me and was like, yo, that was C. But the reality of the situation is, if E would have been one of those people who didn't like constructive criticism or would have, you know, barked up me every time, see, you ain't no speaker. You ain't got to be telling me what to speak about. Like, I never would have said that to him, and his message never would have improved from one day to the next. And so you have to not, not only be open to it, you have the way in which you react, I guess, allows for people to, you know, say what they want to say based on how you're going to react the next time. You know what I'm saying? So if, if you react negatively, if my man texts me the next time, what you think I'm going to say? I'm either A, not going to say anything at all, or B, I just be like, yo, that's fire. Because I don't want to deal with it. So how you react depends on your future interactions with people. So no, nah, man, I, I feel it 100%. I'm just saying, man, if you want to get better, you no, need that there, feedback.
0: Yes. No, stay there, man. Say that one more time, bro. Say that one more time.
1: So, which part? <laughs> I just said a whole lot. I'm just lot. saying,
0: see, for yeah, I'm just saying, no, for real, like you tripping on, you know, and I and I and and, and I'm gonna be real. See, I have people who, you know, you might want to call like they distance themselves from me or they call themselves they don't want to deal with me no more. You know, what I'm saying because they pissed because you know I told them the truth. You know, either about their gift or about their attitude or about, you know, their approach, you know, and now they mad at me and they don't want to deal with me no more. At first, I was the, you know, I was the best thing since sliced bread. You know what I'm saying? I was their motivation and their inspiration. I was their hero. But then when I had to just be real, like, yo, for real, if this is where you trying to get to and this is what you're doing, you're not, gonna, you're not, you're not going to make your death, you're not going to make it to California going east. You know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to be funny. But you can't travel east from Michigan to get to California. You you gotta travel west. And right now you're traveling east. And so there have been some people who call themselves, you know what I'm saying, distance themselves from me or whatever they call themselves doing, talking bad about me, whatever they call themselves doing. But the reality is, like, yo, do you understand? Do you understand how hard I worked, how long I worked? You understand people pay me for advice. And the fact that I would the fact that I would even bless you with my time. Somebody sent me some stuff today, see? And I looked at it, and was like, yo, i gonna be real with you. It's stagnant. Like you got that. Um, I'm not trying to be funny, but you got that on what you call it, Carl. Like you you're in the studio and you got the green screen look. And, and I'm not trying to be funny, but the green screen look, it, we seen that, you know what I'm saying? We seen that a lot. People they they've been there, done that. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, go outside, you know, go to a stadium or something. But what you're doing is like it's played out. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, People already know that, so do something different. Like it's not—it's not that your speech is bad, but just that background. You know what I'm saying? That person was like, "Yo, I appreciate," but I'm like, "Yo, bro, do you understand how much I can charge people for criticism? And I'm doing it for you for free." You know what I'm saying? Like you—you like you disrespecting the fact that I've worked this hard over twenty-something years that I do have what some people would call the, the 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 credibility to critique. You know, I have gotten to a certain point. And communication, motivational speaking—that yo for real, I could I could pay to be a judge. And here I am doing something for you at no cost, and you did you totally disrespect? You know what I'm saying? You disrespect the gift. You disrespect my time, and you disrespect what I had to go through to be able to give you this type of information. So it's what C said. Yo, you come, bro. Don't nobody want to deal with you. You know what I'm saying? Like you come back a month later, two months later. I'm not saying that. It's not possible, but you put yourself in a position where it's like, yo, if you ain't going to receive what I got to say, then for real, why are we even communicating? Like, why, why are we in relationship with one another when I can get critiqued by C or Carl can critique me, but you can't get critiqued like, yo, for real. Like C said, all critique ain't necessarily valid, but, 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 the, but the fact that you can't, you're not even in a position to receive. It's like, yo, bro, I don't got time for that. And don't be mad again when people don't want to fool with you. In any respect, that when people don't want to fool with you no more, don't be walking around talking about like yo, people hating on me. Ain't nobody hating on you. You, you, they gave you an opportunity and you squandered it. And so they not gonna necessarily give you four or five more chances.
1: Yeah, no doubt. And I, and I, I'm glad you said that for real because I do want to wrap it up. But like, yo, this ain't an open season for you to start critiquing people either. You know what I'm saying? Because I can't stand that person either on the other side of the coin who just walk around critiquing. The only reason I gave my critique is because I was asked for it. And so I gave it to him trying to be constructive. But some of y'all give him critique where it ain't warranted. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're you about to start a new oh, podcast. Oh, yeah, I know, so. right? Let me just go on and stop. But yeah, but no, so y- y'all got it. it, it we, we, I think we hit it. Hopefully, those of you out there, you took away um, exactly what we talked about. You know, hopefully that helped out, man. And, um, Y'all can go to the next level by asking, you know, honest feedback from people you trust. All right, cool. Let's um jump into, what do y'all want to do? Let's go to Ask ET. We got some questions here. I think <clears throat> some questions came in from Twitter, um, which we can answer. How much time we got? E, you good on time over there or what? I'm terrible on terrible time. Terrible on time. All right, give so me I got you. Give me five, me five to six minutes. We can name that tune. Um... Real quick, uh, ASciI T is brought to you by BreatheUniversity.com. Man, shout out to everybody in BU who came out to the events. We had an amazing time. We had a breakfast meetup in Dallas that was off the chain, man. Had a bunch of people come out. We are over, what, Carl, 3,000 strong now? The network is insane right now, if you guys only knew the the network, man, you heard people talking about it at the conference, people were brought to tears, husband and wife combinations that are in BU, Willie Moore Jr. teaching some classes in BU with the marriage stuff, uh, the entrepreneurship stuff, the, the finance with Rob. Just crazy stuff going on at BU right now, man. Be a part of the family. I tell people all the time, it's a community and we take care of each other. He'll tell you, the first thing we ask people when they hit us up and they're like, yo, can you whatever? What's the first question we ask them?
2: Are you in Breathe University? I thought he was going to jump in. Are you in BU? Flat out.
1: Yeah, no. That's the first thing we ask and not to be rude or not like, oh, you can't help nobody that ain't in BU. I'm saying we got over 3,000 people now and 3, 000, over 3,000 people who have chosen to make an investment to go to the next level in their life. That's and our guess priority. what? Those are the people uh. we're going to look out for first, man. We got people dropping books in BU. Let me tell you something. BU community is so deep, I guarantee you. People dropping books and getting two, three, four hundred sales off the rip just because the community is so supportive of their project. So if you're not in BU, I don't know what's wrong with you. You've been listening for long enough. Come join us at breatheuniversity.com. Um, Man, we just got some amazing things going on. Also, the conference in Atlanta. Stay ready. The conference. The first, uh, I I guess, general assembly conference of the year. Stay ready. Inky Johnson coming to the stage. Inky got a whole new message that is insane. Uh, Jeremy Anderson, who's just killing it. He just came back from Australia. He's pumped up and ready to go. David Shands, of course, with the entrepreneurship stuff, he's doing is crazy. And then, you know, the the evening will be capped off by the hip hop preacher, man. E is on a whole nother level in 2017. You don't want to miss that. I don't know what I'm doing. I think I'm hosting or something like that. They kicked me off the stage only briefly. I'm sure I get the mic. You know how I do. I find a way to get the mic, Uh, but it's going to be insane. March 12th in Atlanta, Georgia. You need to be there. You need to get there. Um, all four of these gentlemen are going in hardcore. It's going to be a longer conference. So for those of you who came to the you know, ones in the past, this is a little longer, obviously, because we got four speakers, uh, but all four of these gentlemen will be doing their thing on a high, high level. It's going to be intense, and it's in Atlanta, man, so why not come down here, man? Y'all come by the crib, check me out. You know what I'm saying? See how I'm living. Um, so that's March 12th. Go to etinspires.com slash events for tickets to the Stay Ready. And also p7d man we're training our speakers uh would love to see you at the p7d we got quite a few people registered Uh, i know we we got a few spots left so check that out p7d is our speaker training we would love for you to be involved in that as well and at the stay ready conference the vip tickets are for speakers only people looking to refine their message be better become better communicators Um, so we look forward to seeing y'all there And um, let's jump into Ask E.T. All right, first question. This comes from Naeem. He says, what exactly did you guys do at MSU? (laughs) So I I kind of hit it
2: last week, but I was there, of course, at first because my brother was here. So I would come up every weekend just to hang with my brother. And then after a while, I just decided I just wanted a degree from Michigan State. And I had started working with the crew. And the missing piece was that, you know, video production. So I just went back and got a master's degree in video production.
1: Okay. I think uh, I think they meant as a unit, if you want to answer that. Carl just told you what he did. You oh, know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? I oh, think yeah. they meant as my a fault. crew. The whole podcast, yeah, it's, Carl, Hey, it's if too you lit. will. It's
2: too late. My fault. <laughs> oh, no. So what we did there, man, was literally we planned, we planned for this. And that may sound funny, but we planned for this. Every day we just figured out the little things we could do, training camp. Every single day was training camp. We met with students and just figured out what needs were, and we just did our best to meet needs. Every single day, meet needs, and then figure out how we could meet more needs from you know from elementary schools, middle schools, high schools, colleges. We just figured out how we could meet needs. Every single day was about meeting yep. the needs of the and students. And we're writing the book
1: right now, so we grew. can't give a whole lot of it away. Um, but we're writing the book, Zero to a Million, how we went from literally nothing to the first million dollars that we made as a company um that book is going to be incredible i'll tell you what man you know E and i are writing it and kind of going through a carl and you know just stories of you know what we went through and how we got to where we're at of course i was E's graduate assistant at msu um and just kind of how we put this thing together man how you see it from from literally nothing and, and just having a vision and waking up every day and going after it and i think as i'm writing it i'm like yo it's so rich because at no point did we get hooked up, you know what I'm saying? Like, at no point did we hit that big lick, like that literally um, it was level after level after level. So we're excited about that. Um, e, let's go to Jasmine who said, why have you guys chosen to remain so independent and do you think you'll ever do anything on the mainstream level? I think we've
0: we stayed on the, um, what I will call grassroots level because you know, it gives us an opportunity to, you know, remain true to what we really want to do. You know, we never really wanted to blow up. Like that wasn't our thing. Our thing was reaching the masses, you know, one student at a time, you know, one engagement at a time, one video at a time. So we, believe it or not, we are exactly where we want to be. You know, we have, um, what's the word I'm looking for Carl? Um, we, We have total control over our schedule you know, we have autonomy in terms of uh, our content, you know, sometimes when you have sponsors, et cetera, there are things that they want you to say or they don't want you to say. And I don't know if I can continue to be as transparent as I am, you know, if we had like a major sponsor or something, I don't know, you know, so I think for us to be able to continue to do the work that we started out to do is why we do And this is important. You've seen, um, whether it's artists, music or, um, you know, film. You've seen people who started one way, and then you like, man, they sold out. And I don't know that they sold out, but the more entities you become a part of, you 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 starting to uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like um, dilute. Yeah, di, dilute your 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 mission or your vision or your goal. So for us, that's why we kind of try to stay as you know grassroots and as close to our our vision as possible.
1: Chad mm-hmm. in South Africa said favorite. And least favorite thing about doing the podcast? Uh,
0: favorite thing about the podcast is, you know, the, us coming together, you know what I'm saying, a, as a team. And, you know, for real, we brothers, man. You know what I'm saying? So every time we can do something together, we like making memories. My least part is he joking. I never know if he gonna <laughs> joke on me. I never know what he gonna say, when he gonna say it. You know what I'm saying? So I'm always like a little nervous. Huh? Okay, where is he gonna take me? And what is he gonna say on this episode? <laughs>
2: I, I, for this it's like the answer is the same for me the favorite and the least favorite is the same And it's the fact that we have no idea what we are talking about when well, people might think I'm playing but we don't have discussions about this literally. It's just like hey, we need to do the podcast tonight Can you come right now? Let's do it or let's do it tomorrow morning and we show up and start talking It's my favorite part because you guys get organic. It ain't nothing planned Like alright, you say this then I'm gonna say that and then you know what I'm saying it's none of that but then it's the least favorite because I don't know what we're going to be talking about. You know what I'm saying? Who knows, like he said, who knows what C coming up with. She be throwing us some loops sometimes. <laughs> right. It's no telling. So right. it's one of the
1: same. Live loops. Yeah, my, my favorite part is being able to joke <laughs> the whole time. And my least favorite part is having to carry freaking frack <laughs> on my back every week. So, you know what I'm saying? Uh, it no gets question. tough. You know what I'm saying? These shoulders is tired. From carrying these jokers, man. All right. Well, uh if y'all don't have any other announcements, we'll we'll ask E to give us that nugget of the day. It's past eight o'clock, so I know he's about uh bedtime, and I gotta go get Trey tucked in and um, make sure my baby girl's all right. So no, 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 no did I, I wouldn't say you anything missed anything we need to cover.
0: But um, I I do want to say, if you guys don't mind, Carl, I really would like us just to take. You know, I know C said, you know, he doesn't know what he's going to do with the message because it's so transparent. But I just feel like these 50,000 plus people rock with us every day. You know what I'm saying? We're every week. So it's only fair that they get a little small snippet from it. But I do want to say this as I leave. I don't want you to think, you know, what CJ said, you know, wasn't significant or important. No, I don't want you to look at it as something light because it wasn't necessarily, you know, like a a deep you know, like theory or something, but there there have been individuals who've gotten into relationships that ended in disaster. I'm talking about marriage. Disaster. Cause somebody gave you some critique. Somebody told you that person wasn't for you. You know what I'm saying? And it's somebody you love and you were close to and you didn't listen. You know, so we're we being for real. There are people who started businesses. You had no business starting. You I'm talking about every savings that you had, every dime your family built. Like, you literally went bankrupt because you did not listen. Not because you were a bad person. You linked up with somebody. You made some terrible decisions that have scarred your life forever because you did not listen, right? You did not listen. And so I just, I just want to make sure that, you know, as we leave, again, you're not taking this podcast lightly, but you would be on a different level if you took constructive criticism from those people who love you those people who know you and care about you, and those people who not hating on you when they tell you something you don't want to hear, but they're literally trying to help you to reach your outcomes. Like, so whatever it is you're trying to do, like they're not saying, see, Carl, like I don't want you to be married. Ain't nobody on that. But they they are saying, Yo, there's some things that you don't need to do that could hinder your relationship or some people you don't need to associate yourself with. Like, yeah, be married, but not this person. This person is not. And sometimes, guys, let's just be honest. Sometimes our nose is wide open or sometimes we just too close to a thing to really see a thing. And that's why we need the people who love us the most to to protect us and to say things to us that will allow us to think in ways that we don't normally think. So please, please. Teenagers your parents tell you something or your coach tell you something you think your coach don't want to win the championship as much as you Want to win it you think he trying to get on your nerve or hate on you? He trying to keep you from playing time like don't believe the hype his job is up for grabs as well You think your parents want to fuss with you and cuss with you and have a bad relationship with you? No your parents don't but what they do do is they're willing to risk the relationship for you to have a right life and I know as a parent, there are times I tell my son stuff or my daughter, I don't want to say it. I don't. I don't, I don't, want, I don't want to get on their bad side, but I love their future more than I love our present. Are you hearing what I'm telling you? I love their future more than I love our present relationship. So please, those people who have constructed something, let them give you constructive criticism. And don't ever be a fool. You don't know everything you can't see everything right you don't know everything you can't see everything so let those people love on you so carl if we can play just a a a piece and see i know we've never done this before but i'm just feeling in my spirit and carl you know see can end it out and maybe you put it on as an outro but some of the um some of the positive feedback we got from the conference you know the married couples man i just think if we could just put a couple of them at the end i think there's some marriages that could really benefit from not the positive stuff that they said about the conference, but literally some of the things that they did together after the conference. I think there are people who can't wait to April 1st. You know, I think there's some couples that are listening now and and, and could really benefit from some of that feedback.
1: No doubt. Carl, let's make it happen, baby. That's your department. So with that i'm gonna say y'all go to itunes man leave us some reviews if you believe in what we're doing man we shooting back up the charts because y'all keep leaving those reviews so we appreciate y'all we love y'all man have a safe weekend e i see you in the big apple tomorrow carl i see you soon love y'all we out of here we'll see you next week one big takeaway i took was have a system i know with our marriage you know we got married after only being engaged for a few months but only known each other for a year so we both jumped into it pretty blind and young and we never created a system, we're yeah. just like, okay, when well, problem comes, we tackle it, and we keep moving on, Absolutely. and I think having that plan and those goals for our marriage, just like we do our business, is gonna take us to the next level. I think for me is uh, making sure that, you know, we schedule in the day our time. We give our time to so many different people, and you know, I feel like sometimes we're so focused on being at the right place in the right time with so many other people for our business that we forget to get the right place and the right time for ourselves, and to maintain a healthy, uh, healthy marriage.
0: Such crazy emotions right now because I know, and I've seen it in the last seven months the transition in my husband, and he can tell you his story, and he can tell you that we came from complete opposite sides of the track, and that we've came together and we got married seven months ago, and we've turned our relationship over to God, and. Like this motivation and just everything that E.T. has done and all the guys, you know, and it's like I every morning, my husband's up 3.45 doing his devotions, you know, and it just is amazing to me to see that change and to know that, you know what, you can change your life. And that to me is so, so, so important.
2: I walked in here looking for confirmation that we're supposed to be together, and I did not get that. What I got was how we need to build our marriage. And it also helped me when Eric Thomas said, um, what is messing you up? And that right there, I still hear his words. And I realized when I had to really write those things down, what was messing me up, that's what was causing me to feel like, I don't. I was wasn't sure if I wanted to do this. So coming here today helped me to realize that I do want this life with him, and I want to make this happen. Yeah, I mean, um, what I what I learned is is start from the now that we're starting. We're kind of like still at the beginning. I mean, we do have a little bit of history with we, you know with the courtship and everything, but now that we're starting from here set the vision, write it down, and then go after the vision. And um, I I realized, you know, as he was talking, actually as everybody was talking, CJ included, I mean, it it was one of those things where I realized, like, man, the first time around, didn't really do that. And so I want to make sure that this time around, I employ that strategy into this relationship